Hey, what's going on, Podcast Nation? It is Jason Harris here. Thanks for joining me on another episode of Strategy with Jason. Now, today's episode is a very unique episode. As you can see, we are recording this remotely because we are all in isolation right now. Uh, today, I have some two very special friends of mine, uh, Senior Andrew and Mr. Actually, I don't even think I can say Mr. I'm just literally hey. just... Yeah. Hey, JP. How you doing? And JP busted <laughs> out the red shirt for this one. What? I shaved for this. <laughs> I didn't want to know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, before we get into this today, um, let's start with this. For everybody else that's listening right now and uh, or watching and don't necessarily know who you two gentlemen are, let's get started with a couple intros and then we'll just get right into the discussion of the day. Is that cool with you? Let's do it. Absolutely. All right, Andrew, let's, let's go it. ahead and start with yourself. Andrew Lemoyne, I'm the CEO of Car Loans Canada. And, you know, showroom traffic's at an all-time low and online traffic is at an all-time high. Um, so, you know, it's going to be a very interesting, you know, next couple of months uh, for a lot of online, uh, you know, online entities, classified sites uh, to kind of see the consumer behavior. But, uh, you know, we're... Uh, we launched Car Loans Canada a couple of years ago. We've been having a lot of success with it up here in Canada, and we're about to release a bunch of other technologies to serve dealers, um, you know, digitally. A lot of stuff online. We're glad that we were putting the focus uh, on that now more than ever. So that's uh, that's our my story in a nutshell. JP. Well, uh, my name is JP Ostegi. I work for uh, Kia Canada as a district sales manager, and I'm also the president and founder of How to Engage. Uh, it's a company that helps entrepreneurs, uh, learn how to do video, market themselves, brand themselves and communicate. Awesome. Hey, and you guys all know who I am. I'm the guy with the orange headphones and the, uh, the orange tie and orange shoes and orange car. By the way, I should not be driving an orange car. I got pulled over the other day. Did you? you know, are you, know like, are you Jason that, Harris? You know, you can't, you can't get away with doing a buck 60, uh, driving an orange cone around town like eventually now, it's going to catch I, up I, I meant to ask you this before jay did you is that wrapped it is wrapped yeah okay it's wrapped yeah who'd you use um i had some guys um import fest oh got it okay yeah those guys did a wrap for me they did actually a really good job the problem is the wrap i should have honestly just painted the car because the amount of the amount of time i spend in the car driving on the highway i've destroyed that wrap yeah but um okay guys let's get into it um this is a very different world you know, for the last 70 plus years, our, uh, our sales processes haven't changed. Uh, the way we service cars haven't changed. The way we sell parts really hasn't changed. And the bottom line is over the next week, we're going to have to change a process that has pretty much been in existence for the better part of 70 plus years. Um, thoughts? What are you guys thinking? And we'll start with operations and we'll kind of move our way into marketing. But operations, what are you guys thinking? Well, well go ahead, Andrew. You know, I think that obviously digital retail for the past four years has been the talk of the industry. Um, and, you know, there's been a lot of, lot of companies, a lot of dealerships that have been slowly taking steps uh, towards that and towards to serve that, you know, holistically the digital customer is the showroom customer and everybody's, you know, everybody's figuring that out. Um, I think what's just happened with COVID-19 is that everybody's had to catch up real quick. And uh, where everybody was, a lot of people were taking their time uh, to the digital party. Everybody now is like, okay, you know what? We got to shut the showroom down. We don't want to stop selling cars. We don't want to stop serving our customers. What do we do? 
And so, I, you know, to try to look at some positive out of a, a, a you know, a, a potential economic disaster here, um, I think that a lot of con a lot of dealers are evolving at a rapid rate due to necessity. So, you know, you you know, it's not it's not all bad. Um, it's not all bad. JP, what's your thoughts? Um, I agree with Andrew. The one thing that this has done, um, besides scare the crap out of a lot of people, is it will make customers and it's made myself look at things the way I buy things and the way I use products and the way I interact with businesses um, has changed. Uh, and in, in my eyes, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It, the, don't get me wrong, COVID-19 and what it's doing to the economy and people, uh, people are dying from this. It's horrible. But what it's doing to the uh, way people communicate and the people I work with, it's changing and evolving it quicker than we have in the last 10 years. Uh, because people when we come off this, just like when Amazon came on board, it changed overnight. Same with kids. Communication is going to change completely how people want to communicate. You know, I think you're 100% right. Communication is really key. In fact, that's pretty much all I've been talking about for the last week with every single dealer. I'm phone call after phone call after phone call of how are we communicating? So I, there's a how are we communicating and then what are we communicating? And in some cases that what is actually changing almost hour by hour, day by day. Um, you know, I, I've had some dealers, you know, recently were like, Hey, we're going to be closing our doors, you know, so please, can you put a notice together saying that we're going to be closing and here's how long we're going to do it, you know, just to find out like, you know, 45 minutes later that their manufacturers like, no, you, you can't do that. You guys shouldn't be doing that. And then it's like changing everything over. So let, let's talk about this because I do want to keep on the communication topic. Um, how do you see dealers currently right now communicating uh, to both potentially new customers and existing customers? Andrew, we'll start with yourself first. Well, look what we're doing right now, guys. So, so us jumping on a Zoom meeting to have this podcast for the three of us, this is not foreign, right? We, we, we've, we've been doing this kind of thing for years, but you know, this is weird to, to a lot of our dealers. This is very foreign to them. They're not used to this. They're not used to having the cam on, right? Um, they're not used to this whole, you know, this whole kind of virtual communication thing. And I wrote a blog a couple of days ago on LinkedIn and just bring light to it because when I left retail, I wasn't used to it either. So I know firsthand how a lot of these tech communication platforms like Zoom, like Google Hangouts, like Slack, um, you know, these platforms in my dealer days, they were very foreign to me. I had no idea because I honestly, I had no reason to, right? The, the customers would come in via online leads on the website uh, in the showroom. And, and that was always just the process. We really didn't need to, um, you know, need to communicate this way. Um, although I think what people are going to realize is it's, it's actually a lot more effective and you, you realize how much more rapport you can build mm -hmm. um, and engagement with consumers via video. And uh, you know, JP, I know you've always been a huge, huge, you know, pioneer of, of video. You've been talking about it for years. Um, I know back when you were doing retail, you, you guys were always, you know, your internet department was always sending video responses, yep. vehicle walkarounds. And, you know, you know, I was doing that two, seven years ago when I'll tell you guys, it was a pain in the ass. Like there was no, there was no plugins here. I couldn't embed this in an email or a text, right? We, we were nope. literally, we were literally shooting it on our iPhone fours 
and then upload. You had an iPhone? I had a camcorder. You had an iPhone? Like, or a, you know, I'm not kidding. Blackberry, you know, maybe that was the bl on the edge of BlackBerry <laughs> iPhone, right? When we were all kind of switching. But, you know, we had to go upload the thing on QuickTime. Then we had to take two hours to upload the 480 quality video to YouTube and then unlist it and send that link to a, a, a consumer. Like, literally, it was an hour and a half per video response. But we did it and it worked. So now the fact that you could do it today in 10 seconds, 15 seconds, right? A deal like, bam, you can shoot a video, you can embed the video, you can even have a little GIF, um, you know, as the, as the opener and then send that to, to a consumer. Uh, you know, you could use platforms like Zoom and Meets to do what we're doing right now to actually do a, you know, to consult and have a live conversation with the consumer. And, you know, I said that I touched on it a little bit in, in my article saying that, you know, guys, even if the consumer is not comfortable to turn their cam on, the fact that you're like this, even if their screen's black, but they're watching you, I promise you, you're building more rapport than they've ever had done with a dealer at an initial, you know, an, an initial entry point. Absolutely. You know, and, and, and to furthermore, you had an iPhone 4. I had a camcorder with a tape in it. So <laughs> the tape in it. Okay. well, I was a little, I was a little better than JP. I, I had a flip cam. Um, do you remember the Kodak flip cams? Yep. Yeah, yeah, I bought those I actually my found mine before I left I, Ottawa. We were cleaning up just this week because I had some extra time. So we were down in the basement cleaning up. My kids hold this up and go, is this a phone? And I grab it. I'm like, no, that's my first camera that I use to record customer videos. Yeah. Well, <laughs> now, you know what I've seen that's actually really cool is, is right now is um, live streaming videos is taking yep. off a lot. So it's not enough that we just record a video and then send it to the customer. But now I've seen multiple video, uh, automotive video companies now include live, live streaming uh, as a part of their platform as well. Uh, yep. JP, you've been doing this for a long time, man. What, what are your thoughts on the how we communicate our message and or messages actually, you well, know, to, to, I, to our customers moving forward? I agree 100% with what Andrew said. And again, I've been using video sending out since 2007 and 2004 in the boat world. Um, I, I honestly believe that video is much better than any picture, much better than any story. It's also shorter. So I don't have to, I'm not, a, I dyslexia. So typing is not necessarily my best uh, key. The one thing that uh, I've seen dealers do effectively is use FaceTime Live and have virtual walkarounds so the customers can actually, what's that button do? And they're, they're typing in and the person's explained to it. So there's an interactive phase. There's a one-way video. You can send a video directly to a customer and it's still better than anything else anyone's doing. Really engaging, asking questions and keeping it under a minute. But the dealers who will not only survive, I wouldn't say prosper, but have a little bit better connection, especially with service, are ones that are willing to do a video live and able to interact and have people, you know, here's how you do a break work. Right now is the time you have time to do it. Do a dissection of a break pad and explain what you're doing and have people ask what that pin is or what that is or how do I know my breaks are done? Because people are sitting at home. Uh, even though they're working from home, they need some other stimulation outside of work. And this is it. Um, we've had dealers do FaceTime walkarounds, which are great. We, we, mm -hmm. I send videos um, through Authentic to all my dealers when I want to communicate versus just sending emails because it's a lot better. You better to see me. I can't be in front of you uh, right now. So I send a video of me just talking about what's going on, just a quick one-minute video, and it saves everyone from having to 
you know, go through the thousands of emails they're getting from the factories anyway. Yeah. Um, I'm with you guys on this all the way. I mean, um, how, how we communicate moving forward is going to be something that's very mobile forward. Right. And, you know, I, I do believe that nobody actually likes to read or chooses to read anymore. We're, we're in a society of headline readers. So when there's, when there's a 45 second or a two and a half minute video I can consume, I would rather do that than actually read something. So I, I'm with you. I, I think there's enough tools out there. Um, the technology's in our hands. It's to the point now where it's uh, enough's enough. You know, we need to suffocate those excuses on why we haven't been doing video in the past. And we just really have to step up and say, nope, this is, this is how we're going to have to communicate, you know, to our customers, both new and existing. Now, now let's get into the next question, which I think is the next big question is what do we communicate to them right now? And I'm thinking this week, next two weeks, maybe next month. I think what, that what we're going to communicate is going to change over the next month, month and a half. Andrew, let's start off with you. Uh, what are your thoughts as far as what we should be communicating right now? Well, I think that it's all about, you know, as a country and wherever you're located, what your, your local situation is. I mean, look, uh, for me, a self-serving answer is saying that dealerships should stay open because dealerships are our clients. Okay. Uh, but, you know, obviously this is just a pandemic and it's going to be safety first. Um, you know, I think what you're communicating the to the consumer, what's important is you're able to serve them inside of their comfort zone, right? You're able to serve the consumer with a process that they're comfortable with right now. So you're adhere, you know, the dealers are adhering to, you know, what the local experts and the governments are recommending that we do, you know, we can sell you a car and adhere to social distancing. You know, we can do this totally remote, I can have you pre-approved. I can have your deal funded and I can have your vehicle disinfected and dropped off, um, you know, in your driveway with e-signing. E um, you know, I can have that done. If that's, if that's the way we need to do this, we can do it because we're, we're here to serve you. Um, real quick, real quick before you go any farther, because I, I, I appreciate the fact that dealerships are saying that we're going to sanitize the vehicle. Yeah. I have heard very little verbiage about what that actually means. Have you, have you heard anything? JP, you got this. Yeah. So um, not that there's any uh, manual for it, but dealers who, uh, who can buy steering wheel wraps. So they go around the steering wheel. It's like a, it's like a, a plastic wrap full, not just sheets of plastic, but seat covers, uh, gloved, uh, masked, so when you're driving the car, it doesn't interact or affect um, the sanitization of the car. They're buying non-chemical um, sanitary devices that have, you know, a, not a vinegar base, but something similar that can wipe down the car that does kill and disinfect the, the vehicle. And I, like one dealer I have has a 15-stage prep of how they disinfect a consumer's vehicle for service. Um, they wrote it out. Everyone has to follow it, just like washing your hands at McDonald's. You've got to do this, 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 and this before you go to the fry station. Um, and, and to your point, that's what we have to communicate, right, Andrew? I mean, like, it's, it's not enough that we just say, you know, we're going to do this, sanitize, like, but we have to actually identify, like you were saying, JP, the 15 things that we do. Yep. You know, it's, as, as dealers this is a whole new world as far as communicating to clients. I mean, we, we've never, we've never had to communicate 
into this much detail in the past. And I think it's going to be a fundamental shift for, for a lot of us. You know, Andrew, you know what, anything you else know, you want you know, to add to that? Yeah. You know what dealers have been saying, right? What's a CTA that we've all seen for years. The CTA has been buy a car online. You know, you can buy a car online off us, right? The, the difference is it wasn't true. It was just lead. It was lead gen. Let's call it what it is. No, you couldn't. Right. It was all you could, you could do some portion of the transaction or the, or the experience online. You can buy a car, uh, uh, virtually dealers have been saying it because it's been a catchphrase. Um, now it's like, you got to make it happen. You got to come through with that. You actually have to serve a consumer fully digitally. Um, and, and, and have the, the, the transaction totally complete, um, through virtual channels. Right. Um, but what, what we're realizing and what we've known, you know, I've certainly known this is I've never taken, you know, there, there is a human interaction that still needs to take place. We all respect and appreciate that. The dealers serve such an important role, right? So it's the human interaction part that I think that Jason, you're really talking about is the community. How do you communicate that human interaction? Um, you know, you could do so much on your website, you can bring it so far, but there's a certain point where you need to do this or you need to communicate with the consumer like this, yep. not buying a, 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 they're not buying a, a, you know, a pair of socks and Amazon prime that I can return. You know, it's a car. It's, it's a huge investment. Um, this has to happen, which is why when you look at, you know, when you look at some of the, the stats on like Tesla and Genesis, you know, and they're not, you know, they're, 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 they're working very, very small, right? It's not earth shattering. In my opinion, this is what's missing, right? Because, because when there's no human interaction, and it's all just digital. Well, you know, you're, you're, you're missing the whole sale aspect. You're missing the whole trust factor. You're missing the whole rapport factor, you know? Um, so now dealers have to find ways to communicate, um, to bring that human inter interaction into that online experience. But that's truly a full digital, that's a digital transaction, right? It, it is a fully, truly digital transaction, uh, but with very descriptive human touch points. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, like how are we actually going to interact with them? And, and I agree. I think that's over the next week, you know, I mean, like I said, we haven't changed our process in 70 plus years. And now, yeah. now it's like, oh crap, we, we're going to have to actually write this process out. Uh, JP, I want to hear your kind of thoughts right now. Um, as far as people, what should they be communicating? They, I think you said it uh, already. They should be communicating what's going on. There's got to be empathy. Uh, unfortunately, I know a couple people who have been affected by this and not just, you know, in quarantine actually are sick and it's horrible to see them go through it. Uh, I'm a survivor of cancer. It's horrible to go through that too. The, the one thing about this whole experience is the dealer should understand they're stressed and customers should understand that the dealer is stressed because they're small businesses. They have to um, stay afloat. But the old school slimy, just get them in mentality is gone. And it, hopefully it just won't come back because people want to interact. You're right. hundred percent. They want that personal interaction back and forth, but you can do a lot of that. Um, and customers are happy to sit at home and do this FaceTime uh, and uh, Facebook live have quadrupled in the last week because what else do you do right now? You know, virtual playgrounds. So you've got to be able to do this. There's going to be a time. And I, I know it's not anytime soon, 
Well, you, you know where you can draw, you go to a Home Depot and you get a locker. You just, they tell you what locker it's in and you go and unlock it with the key they gave you and there's your drill. There's going to be a time where we go and do that with cars where there's a local drop-off place, there's a locker, your keys are there, and there's an exchange. It's not going to be a mainstream thing. People want the feel, touch, and interaction with somebody. They want someone accountable. Um, you know, I, I honestly believe that video is more accountable than words because now you're recording this and you can replay it. So th there's going to add a, a credibility to it. Uh, OMVIC, Ontario Motor Vehicle Industry Council that we were governed by, um, has made it more available to do uh, DocuSign and finally scan and sign and scan back legal documents before wow. they were only able to do it in person. So there's a lot of that. There's going to be, people want more of an artisan experience already. This is going to escalate it to the ninth degree. People are going to want to come in to a fully functional one time only mm -hmm. just for me, unique experience that I, now that I'm recovering, cause this is going to come back and it's not going to like Andrew, you said, it's not going to be over right away. But when it does come back, it's going to come back hard. And if you're not ready for it and your dealer's not ready for it, you are going to be on the outside looking in and going, why are all the other dealers profitable right now? Used cars are a little different. Used cars, people have to touch, smell, see the vehicles. But new cars, you know, what makes one dealer different than another dealer? You buy the same car, you get them the same rate, you buy the same invoice, everything. So what is it, right? You have to make sure that you are 100% ready for when this comes back. Yeah. Otherwise, so this is funny trouble. too. We talk about adaption, right? Adoption. Got to adapt to live scenarios. So we're all working from home. And uh, it's funny, the meetings that I've had. Once. Yeah, people's pets and kids running in. So I just got kicked out of my home office because my uh, – uh, my little girl's having a um, a dance session, a virtual dance session. <laughs> nice. So that's all right. It's a no problem. We got phones, right? We'll adapt. Um, but uh, you know that's that's what it's all about. And you, and you couldn't be more right. And look, I'm the millennial vendor, so I'm I'm the person. Oh, I think we're losing you there, bud. Saying, can you hear me? Yep, yep. There you go. Yeah. So look, I'm the millennial vendor. I'm the one that, you know, um, should be saying that people are going to want to buy cars fully online right now. People want to add to cart and check out, but they don't. Sorry. Hey, Google. Shut up. Um, <laughs> kids are leaving the Google homes on all over the house. So yeah, you know, like people aren't ready to just add, add a, add a car to cart. And that's what I think that we're, we're seeing, right? They're, Your water oh. freezing up. Did we lose you, Andrew? The trade-in. You know, what's the best price that I can get uh, on the vehicle? Um, you know, what am I actually approved for? What's the payments? What are these options? And, you know, again, you can only bring it so far virtually. Um, so this is where the communication is really going to play in, guys. And, and, and they need to do what we're doing right now. Dealers are going to have to get past the, the, the video stigma and it's weird guys. It's weird at first, you know, your first 10, 15 videos is, is just weird. You know, you get used to seeing yourself on, uh, on a screen and, and hearing yourself speak, but you know, it's, it's time to break, break out and just start doing this a lot more um, because this is what's going to separate you. And you know, JP, you just said it like what's more 
trusting, you know, an email or a text or this, like, you know, uh, to, mm. to the consumer, you know, as a consumer, like you said, consumers can record it. Uh, they can look at you. Um, you know, they can watch your body language as you. Yeah. As Mannerisms. You if, you're, if you're looking around and talking to them, like, you know, right. there is eye contact. There's a camera right there. You make eye contact <laughs> with that's the person you're looking exactly. at. Yep. The, the, the biggest thing people understand that, and I, I honestly believe, and I know that people are going to hate me for saying this, but even the trade appraisal, trade rev and other companies like it have made it very simple. They do a full online video, they walk around, they post it, people bid on it. That's kind of going to be the new norm um, coming out of this because if you want to trade in, that's what you're going to have to do outside of seeing it on, on delivery. Um, and if we're plugging trade rev, I got to plug eBlock because they actually eBlock eBlock a just one know, of the products they do like whoever it may be same product trade same tool. idea <laughs> yeah let's the, let's the consumer actually captured from home so yep, sorry like, I, couldn't again, let, I couldn't I couldn't well, let a trade rev plug slide there without an eBlock well, <laughs> the similar there, there's about five or six similar products now that for lets sure for sure the consumer do it from home and load it and have people bid on it you know from a, a dealer point of view so why can't that be available now. Uh, while dealers are struggling because you know let's be honest you have a car to trade in maybe yes you do maybe is yes um you know versus maybe saying do you have a car you want me to buy let's be honest let's just be honest Let, let's get rid of old we lost we words. lost andrew no i'm here i'll be right back. Oh, you here okay i'll wait for your video to come back Let, let's get rid of the old time phrases we have like like come on down we'll dicker over the car like, what um you, you've got to be really ready to change. Corey Mosley, one of my favorite uh, automotive speakers, uh, once said, use equity analysis, positive, negative, zero, you have equity. So use the word equity analysis uh, when you do when you do evaluations. Um, really start being honest and stop using jargon that only retail people understand. Because I hate to tell you, a lot of people still don't know what AWD is. They thought it was a root beer or some kind of spray lubricant. So you have to be ready to adjust and, and help people learn. Yes, there's a lot more information out there. And thank God there mm -hmm. is. I, I'd rather deal with a much smarter consumer. And I know people like, well, I don't like when they're smart. Okay, well, <laughs> when you go out, do you not look at it, a video on Amazon before you buy the damn product? My wife was looking at a video on Wayfair for a couch. A couch. It's a, cou <laughs> it's a video on a, someone walking around. It's a couch. Um, we just bought new appliances. And you know, before this all happened, and we watched videos and testimonials on the appliances before we bought them. How many, how fast does it cook a chicken? Um, we wanted to know, your customers are well-informed. You have to be ready when this all goes by. I got, I, I feel so badly for my dealers. I have several of them that have closed uh, due to either social mm -hmm. pressure and good, you know what? Congratulations to the ones that have. And I have other ones that are staying open and congratulations for them to do it because they want to keep their staff employed. So what can you do? What can you do, be, do different? Be different. You know, um, their downtown portion is, was one of the first to ever do this. And I saw a commercial for them online like eight years ago. And there was two guys sitting in an office. One guy was talking about his BMW. One guy was talking about his Porsche. And then a, uh, a flatbed truck pulled up in front of the Porsche laid down and say, Hey, look, buddy, your Porsche is being towed us. No, they're taking it for an oil change. <laughs> and the guys, BMW just dropped. They pulled a right. cover over it and they drove away. 
Not one person got in that car. Nice doggy. Um, not one person got in that car, but that's the new norm. Um, it is, yeah. it is the new norm. Well, I think, I think that guys go, yeah. that, that goes into our next topic, right? Uh, you know, we talked about, you know, kind of the, the how we need to communicate. And now, so we talked also about the, the, the what we need to communicate. Um, honestly, you know, it, for, on the what side for me, you know, I think right now we need to communicate as far as are we open or are we not open? And if we are open, then what are those hours? Like that's the first thing that has to be communicated out there. Um, the second thing that we have to communicate out there and to both you guys' points is that we have to communicate how the process is going to move forward, not just the technology that we're going to use, but also the human touch point of it. Like those are for me the next the two biggest things that have to be executed right now. Now, that's the how and the what. Let's actually, on the operation side, let's talk a little bit about the marketing side now. I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts and opinions as far as what we should be marketing or if we should be marketing at all. Um, Andrew, do you want me to go first? Sure, man. Okay. Um, you should be marketing. Yeah, you should cut back some of your spend. There's going to be a lot of any digital spend you have right now is going to blow up, but I think people are going to come in right now. Um, you know, so maybe realign your spend and, and reduce to what it is. The message, and Jason, to your point, anything that you're doing for, cu for customer safety has to be laid out to the most basic level. Because if you just say, we're making sure we sanitize, what does that mean? We have great customer service. Everyone does. We have the best price. So does that guy. You know, so you have to lay it down to what it means. Um, secondly, really, if you can involve your community, things that stop worrying about promotional stuff to motivate people to come in versus rewarding people like a grocery gift card right now. If you can, you know, listen, we're going to give away a grocery gift card just for, uh, if you call us and give us your name, we're going to do a draw. Put a little bit of, I know it's very skinny margins right now. If any, people are losing money, losing their shirts. Involve your community. What are you doing to help your community? Are you offering to drive the groceries to someone's house? Are you doing something that makes their lives easier outside of the car business? That's a message that will stay for a long time because it will be remembered. The deal I got in the yeah. car has nothing to do with it right now. I'm totally with you. What we market right now will have a huge impact as far as the consumer's perception of us as a business moving forward. And, and yeah. to your point, I'm with you. I do not think we, we should be shutting down all messages because what does that say to our customers? So I think, that you should, I, I think that you should, I think that you should, you know, like the message in terms of marketing, I mean, look, we'll see how, how bad this thing is going to get. And I think what we all know is that right now and cash is king. So everybody's holding on to their dear cash because we we're going to need that liquidity to weather the storm. Um, you know, we don't know what we're in for. Are we in for four more weeks of this? Are we in for three, four months of this? That's when it gets really scary. Um, but you know, what you need to, I think, communicate is not Jason, not just like that you're open because like you said, everyone's saying that we're open. Look, I've been, you know, I've been, I've been talking with our dealers pretty steadily, like, like hourly where I used to talk to dealers weekly, monthly, yeah. quarterly. I'm talking with our dealers hourly now. Uh, Cause to what we talked about earlier, things are switching Well, we're closed. Actually we're staying open. No, we're closed. No, we're open. Um, you know, we're half open. 
And, uh, you know, dealers are trying to figure out what to do. I think that the biggest message that you can articulate right now to your consumers uh, through marketing on your websites is that you're open in a way uh, to serve them and adhere to the current situation. Okay. Like I'm getting, I'm getting emails from Staples and Best Buy that they're doing curbside pickup. So I could, I could, I could go buy something right now at Best Buy and then just pull my car up and, and it's someone's at the curb, uh, social distancing transactions prepaid. I'm gone. Right. So, you know, turning into a drug deal. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're, but they're communicating. So we picked up groceries how, this morning. They're not just saying, Hey, we're open. Right. Like I, like Best Buy, I didn't get an email like, Hey, we're staying open on reduced hours to, to help serve our customers. And, you know, and the, and the line that everyone's using, you know, we care about the safety of our employees and our neighbor. What does that mean? Yeah. Right. What is that? What is it? What does that mean to me? But I got an email saying, Hey, we're open and this is exactly what we're doing. We're doing curbside pickups full online. Uh, we'll, we'll meet you at the curb and, and do a social distance transaction um, in a disinfected bag. And I'm going, okay. I like that. A social distance transaction. Those yeah. are a series of words I never thought I'd actually hear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I tried well, to buy socialdistancing.com. It was taken. Yeah. <laughs> of course <laughs> you, you, look at, you go to a Walmart or a Loblaws or a Metro or any grocery store. They've actually gone so far as to like my local Metro uh, they've gone so far as to limit 20 people in the store, half an hour each, one person goes out, one person goes in. There's a manager yeah. standing out front with gloves on, wiping down the carts, giving it to you. There's, there's tape or paint on the car, the sidewalk, how far you are down, you have to stay away. There is people policing the, the aisle saying you can't be this close. They're doing it that way and they're, and they're advertising it. Where else am I going to go? Like that's, that's a really strong message. And I, and I think that's, that for me, that's the message. Like, that's what needs to be market right now. What is the process? 100%. You what know, are you R- doing? What, exactly. What are you doing? Our BDC has still been making phone calls. We had some contracts that um, weren't finished and the dealers were like, no, keep doing it. Um, if anything, change the script to communicate what we're doing as far as a process goes. And um, talking to a lot of customers right now over the phone, uh, there are people out there that need to service their cars. Um, they want to know what's the process when they come in, right? Uh, to your point, Staples has it very well defined. Uh, the grocery store down the street for me, same thing. It was just kind of a pull up, open up the rear hatch, throw in the groceries. I'm out of there. You know, as dealerships, about the only thing we've communicated so far is that either we're open or we're closed and there's Purell everywhere. Right. They have Purell? You know, Right. And, and, and guys, like, this is also a time yeah, as a dealership. Um, yeah. As, as a dealership right now, you're, you're going to have to serve as well. Okay. So every conversation is not going to be sales-based. Customers have questions right now. Your customers have questions that you could answer for them. Okay. But guess what? They might not, they might not be at all, um, you know, in the market for a vehicle, but they might have questions like, you know, um, can I defer my payments? I was just laid off. What can I do? How do I get in touch with the banks? And they're phoning you, the salesperson or the finance manager that they dealt with back. It's time to step up and serve. Everything you do does not have to be intended for a sale today. Okay. Cause they'll remember how you're, you're going to take care of them through this time. They will remember that in two years, three years, four years. Yep. Um, and, and Saturn have the greatest that, thing. Saturn have the greatest idea. You know, you get laid off, bring it back within 12 months, you know, when they still around. Um, right. Absolutely. Sorry to cut you off. No, no, no. Here, guys, here's what I'm thinking. Um, 
everyone else out there is marketing message. And we're right now, I think all three of us are ingredients that that's what the message needs to be out there as far as the process, right? Like that's the marketing message right now is the process, what I was trying to say. Um, But the OEMs, it's kind of a mixed bag right now. Um, I remember this back when the recession, uh, I was living in the States, we got hit pretty hard. And, you know, the first, you know, month or two, it was pretty quiet. Even some of the manufacturers didn't know, necessarily know what to say as far as a, as, as a message goes. And, and then once they did figure out, they were fully into it. Uh, Toyota the other day decided to offer six months deferred payments on all vehicles. Um, Hyundai's doing the same. GM's also doing it. Then there's other manufacturers that are literally sticking their heads in the sand and telling dealers to stop marketing altogether. So there, right now, as far as the OEM levels goes, there's like these two huge drastic swings as far as you know what message your marketing needs to have right now. And I'm curious what your guys' thoughts are on this. Uh, JP, I'll start with you. Well, you know... Um Social awareness is, is a huge thing. And, and, you know, people are paid influencers now just to promote products. People look at companies as a social interaction and uh, what clout they have socially. Any manufacturer, and I can only comment the one I work for because, I, you know, I don't work for the other, you know, Zankin anymore. I don't work for multiple manufacturers. Uh, I only work for one. And, and I can honestly tell you that there was a lot of thought, and there still is, from our, our, the president to the COO to the national sales director, all the way through, we all understand and have empathy for what that dealers are going through. Uh, we've tried to help any way we can with, within reason. You know, at some point, dealers do have to um, also be part of the equation, but we're trying. Um, I don't have all the answers. I'm not up in the upper pay, pay level, but the, the one thing is, is that uh, I can honestly tell you I'm proud of what Kia Canada has done for their dealers so far and what they can do and what they continue to evolve to do. Every day our COO sends a video message out to all the dealers saying, this is what's happening. This is what's going on. And they're not making dealers to stay open. They're, they're just asking, are you open? Or are you closed? If you're due to hours, that's all they want to know. There wasn't a pressure about you need to do more sales. You need to stay open. That wasn't the message at all. So what can we do to help? Uh, for me, I'm calling my dealers not to talk about business. What do you need? Do you need me to drop off anything? Do you need me to pick up anything? As long as, you know, we can't go into the dealers right now for our own safety um, from what Kia tells us, it's really important that we support dealers, not just in business, but there are people too going through, these are tough times. And we need to make sure as a manufacturer, those dealers are supported on a business level, on a personal level, on an emotional level, because I've seen salespeople break down and cry lately and it's tough. You know, I've seen dealers like, Oh, I'm going to leave and go somewhere else. It's going to be better, better, you know, selling around the corner. Cause my buddy is lying to you. Dude, right? we've had, we've had, we've had, uh, we've had dealer principals in the past week break down on the phone to us. Okay. Yeah. Because they have to let their staff go. And, uh, and uh, you know, it's, it's really, really tough. And I mean, obviously guys, it's, it's, it's no joke. You have to take it very seriously. Um, you know, and maybe, maybe selling, you know, maybe we get to a point. My whole point is that selling doesn't need to stop and serving doesn't need to stop. Maybe delivering does, you know, maybe this thing will get to a point soon where you have to stop deliveries and deliveries are going to happen in maybe 30 days, but you can still 
serve the consumer. You can still sell vehicles um, and, and lock in approvals uh, for the customers. But, you know, not to flip flop here, but Jay, you were really talking about, you know, marketing. And what I will say is this, and I think we agreed that it makes the most sense to just market right now the process. What I am seeing, which is, you know, I think such a waste of money is I'm seeing so many companies that are just, they haven't changed their marketing. Okay. So their marketing right now is the same marketing creative that they had 30 days ago. Yeah. Like when I see that right now, I'm going, you just go as a consumer, you go, they're not in tune. This isn't real. Like if your marketing is not um, like more than ever now, it needs to be so current right now is not the time for evergreen content. Okay. Now is the time for relevant like, what are you doing about COVID-19? How is this affecting me? Like, is because if I, you know, if I see something like, come on in and get like, and it's nothing to do with, with, with what's actually happening right now in the world. It's to me, it's not even real. It's like, this is just an old message that nobody took down. Right. If I I'm actually got a website, text message for a private sales event. <laughs> Somebody forgot to turn it off. And it went and executed and text messaged me and asked me if I would come into the dealership for a three day sales event at the end of this month. The private sale companies aren't, aren't employing anybody right now. They've shut down as well. So it's the one thing, the one thing I can tell you, the one thing that works if I was a consumer taking my sales hat off, taking my automotive hat off. If someone reached out to me going, we understand let's just give you the information you want. So when this all comes back and it will, you can make an informed decision and then follow up with that person. The problem is what we didn't do before as salespeople and as manufacturers and as uh, service people was follow up with our clients anyway. Now it's more important than ever because, Hey, JP, I don't know what to say. I've already sold it. I tried to do everything sales tactics. Then don't try to do sales tactics. I just wanted to check in with your family that you're doing well. You know what? I'm 100% with you on that one, JP. I, I think right now that if you haven't had a process in the past of how to communicate you know, to your community and you've never had a strategy in place on how to develop out your community, I mean, shit, this is the time to do it. Yeah. And the one thing Guys, that- so you know, Go ahead, Andrew. Go ahead, JP. No, well, go I was going to say as dealers, as dealers, like- just think of relevant copy with your email, with your email marketing right now. Okay. Think of what the consumers are actually like thinking and what, what questions do they need answered right now? So like I said, they're, they're, they're worried about, um, you know, so don't just send an email saying, you know, we're open to serve you. You know, I, I send email and copy that says things like got questions about payments. Have you recently been laid off? You know, mm-hmm. do you have questions about if you can defer your payments to get, we can help you contact the lender. Uh, what are, you know, yeah. people are thinking right now, well, I have a service that's due next week and you know, this is the way consumers think. Well, if I don't do it, I'm going to avoid my warranty. Like these are, these are things that you need to be consulting the consumers on. Like, you know, I would get very targeted with the copy and I would be putting a bunch of real relevant messages into the consumer because I'll tell you, I don't know if you saw my LinkedIn post, but dude, any company that I've ever given my friggin' email to, um, you know, is, is emailed me to let me know how they're, they're handling COVID-19, you know, so I've been bombarded, but I'll tell you in all those messages to me, it was mostly noise. There was no, yeah. oh, it was just, all it was about all how of, they're doing it. Like it was all know, about right. them. I mean, when they don't go into detail. Like, we're taking care of our staff. Awesome. 
you laid them all say. off. I read you know, it That's all they say. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You know, we're doing what's best. No, you're not. You laid everybody off. And, and, and as a consumer, I have no idea what this means. You're just saying that we care about the health and safety. You're, everyone's copy. Everyone just control C yeah. and control V the same damn, the same so, damn message. Okay. <laughs> you know, the, the, so Andrew, actually tell people what you're doing. How many videos did you get explaining what's going on? Not, you there know you what? Go. I, the, I, I good point. I, yard, every single email straight. I got was like just a text. full page yeah. of text. No, I, so no connection. I, I get 1100 emails a day anyway. The one thing from my, my personal account, my business account, my work account and all the other ones. The one thing that's funny is I'm reading through all the subject lines and they're exactly the same thing. It's like There's they're copying no, and paste. Yep. Yeah. I was like, Oh look, old Navy's having a sale online. Oh, that's awesome. But the one thing that is important is differentiate yourself, not just explain and, and, and feed into the fear of this. Mm -hmm. It's a horrible disease. Be empathetic. Say that you're, you're wishing everyone well, like, don't just say we're taking care of our staff. We're taking care of our customers. Please buy from us. We need your money. Um, and from, from a retailer point of view, like, you know, I was only, I only left retail just a little short time ago. I'm a retail guy and I'm, I'm, I'm hurting that I'm not on the floor with these guys because that's what I was raised in. But it's also nice to see this side of the coin and saying, Hey guys, you should be doing this. You should be really asking your customers if they need help. I have a dealer that went out of their way. Uh, when they found out that uh, a couple of customers were really hurt and they couldn't find food. Every time they went out, they were scared of their own because of some, uh, some illnesses. They went out and bought groceries and dropped them off to their family member so they could distribute the groceries to the person. They didn't try to sell it. They didn't market it. They didn't film it. They did it with a wonderful thing. And guess what that person did? They posted a really nice long post on Facebook appreciating it. And they made sure they shared it with everybody. That's what's going to survive. I'm, I'm right with now. you. The, that's the opportunity I think right now is um, a community. Like it's, it's to take the time, uh, make the phone call, send the email. Um, if there's something as a business that we can do to assist you, you know, that that's an amazing message. Yeah. Hey guys, I know that's getting towards the end of our time right now. Um, I know that we could jam about this probably all day because there's just so much going on out there. Um, for everybody out there that's listening and watching right now and would love to connect with you guys, what is the best way to do so? JP, I'll start with you. Uh, my phone number is 647-888-7300 or jp, jp at howtoengage.ca. It's H-A-O, the number two, engage.ca. How about you, Andrew? Uh, LinkedIn, brother. Andrew Lemoyne. If we're not connected on LinkedIn already, that's my fault. I take full responsibility. I should have already uh, uh, sent you a request. Okay, look me up, Andrew Lemoyne on LinkedIn. That's L-E-M-O-I-N-E. Um, I'll, I'll end with this. What we just did is we just had a virtual podcast. Okay. But a lot of dealerships right now are having very similar meetings that look very similar to this, where they're all talking about what to do. Okay. You know what I think would be a big move is I would actually stream that and put that online. I would show the community and, the, and your customers that you're real people right now going through the same struggles that they're going through. And you're actually also trying to figure out what to do. 
because I can tell you one thing, we are all living through something that we have never been through before. And that, that holds true for everybody right now. So I think it's, I think it's, I think it's really, really time to just be real and just, this is where authenticity is going to shine. And you're really going to show those customers um, guys, we're, we're real. We're just real people too. We're trying to figure out what the hell to do. We're trying to figure out how we can still serve you, but keep you safe, keep ourselves safe. Um, you know, we don't want to shut down, you know, and you know, I, I'd stream it. I'd let customers come in to, 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 to the conversation. Hey, we're having a session today on how to, you know, how, how do we adapt as a dealership right now? Consumers are more than welcome to join in. Anyways, that's my last piece. Jay, I really appreciate uh, appreciate the time, brother. It's always fun jamming with you guys. Uh, I got one thing. This was a lot of fun, guys. Having having kids at home like you you guys do, maybe try to figure out ways you can entertain the kids. Um, <laughs> get them reading some links to books, some links to other ideas. Right now, like I don't know about you guys, I don't think we're gonna go back before May if we go back at all. The kids go back at all. What does that For mean? Sure. People need yeah. to educate their kids. Find ways to do it. Be part of that community. I read a post and it was really impactful for me. It said, your grandparents fought and died and starved in a war 100 years ago. And all they're asking <laughs> you to do is stay home and watch TV. Right. I never saw that one too, man. That was awesome. Never, never in the history can we save the world by just staying home and watching Netflix, right? Netflix <laughs> yeah, and chill, baby. Do your part. Stay Do home, part. watch Netflix. All right. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for your time. This was a lot of Thanks, fun. Guys. I'm well, sure we'll be, be doing be that healthy. Again. Thanks, guys. Have a good be one. Be safe, guys. Cheers.